Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. In the name of Jesus, amen. How should you and I respond to Good Friday? Indeed, how should we feel when looking at the cross of Christ? In a word, my friends, terrified. Yes, in a word, terrified. But you may say, I'm not afraid, but dear friends, oh, you will be, you will be, dear friends, be afraid, be very afraid of the cross of Christ. For when you correctly view the cross of Christ, terror should pierce your heart. When you look long enough into the cross, the events of the cross, they will gaze back into you, creating a terror-stricken feeling. You see, there's a reason why our Good Friday services here at St. Paul's are not decorated with confetti and glitter and a happy, clappy songs wrapped around this whole service. There's a reason why everything gets stripped, everything taken away, except that darkness of Golgotha. The reason being, the cross of Christ, it reveals the severe wrath, the severe wrath of God concerning sin and concerning sinners. You see, sin is no joke. It is not a joking matter. According to God, sin is not some small mistake, a Norwegian ufta or a little oops. Furthermore, to remedy and pay for sin is not cheap. Saying, oh well, or whatever, or I'm sorry, I guess, are not adequate payments for sin. Sin before God has serious consequences and demands a serious payment, the kind of payment that requires suffering and death. And so when you consider the Christ on the cross and see a thorn piercing his flesh, you and I, you know that a thousand thorns should be piercing you. When you hear the hammer driving those nails through his flesh, through his hands and his feet, you know that those nails... Those nails are meant for you. When you hear how God the Father rejected and forsook Christ on the cross, resulting in Jesus experiencing the essence of hell right there on that cross, well, you know that that rejection and that hell is yours. Dear friends, Christ's suffering on the cross is your suffering. But instead of you being judged, instead of you being smitten, instead of you being condemned for your sin, Jesus stepped forward and offered himself on your behalf. So pause this evening. Yes, pause and stop what you are doing and look to the slaughtered Son of God on the cross. Don't look away and don't flinch, but consider the horrible slaughtered body and soul of Jesus. Jesus was strangled and crucified, not because God the Father 
is some cosmic abuser, but because that is what your sins deserve. Your sins is the reason. It is the reason why Christ was slaughtered, why Christ was crucified, why Christ was damned on that cross. But perhaps you might not want to experience this terror on Good Friday evening. Maybe it would be easier to avoid Good Friday altogether, or maybe turn the pages of the scriptures to a more encouraging so-called section of scripture, or turn your computer off from listening to the message altogether. If so, mark this, dear friends. If you try to avoid the sufferings of Christ and run to a flowery and superficial religious message, you are not only missing the essence, the very heart and the essence of Christianity, but trying to avoid the seriousness of your sin. Good Friday cannot be printed on fancy, glittery cards. Good Friday cannot be sung with effeminate, gushy, punch-drunk, wobbly praise songs. Good Friday reveals to humanity the seriousness of sin against a righteous God and the need of an atoning, bloody sacrifice for sin. You and I, while we are doubly damned, when we ignore the seriousness of our sin and then make light of that very same sin, to deny your sin is to deny the need for the cross of Christ, and to deny the need of the cross of Christ is to deny your sin. So tonight, know this, Christ, Christ's suffering on that cross is serious business. The cross should strike terror into your soul because that is just how serious your sin is before God the Father Almighty. Sin demands death, and death is precisely what happened with Christ. Christ, the innocent one, he bore your griefs. Christ, he carried your sorrows. Christ, he was wounded for your transgressions. He was crushed for your iniquities. He suffered for your chastisement. And died. Now, when you consider your sins in light of the cross and feel terror, this is most certainly good. It is indeed painful but good. But it must be made clear that you and I must not remain in the terror this evening. The night of sin is indeed dark, but keep in mind it is darkest just before the dawn of God's grace. That is to say, we must take a Second look at the cross. Yes, tonight, right here in this Good Friday service, we must have the courage to consider the cross yet again a second time. But this time, let us not consider our sins on the cross, but consider the Christ, the Christ who is in our place. As already stated, Christ was made to be sin on that cross However, as the sinless Lamb of God, Jesus becomes so closely associated with the sin of the world that sin loses its sense for anyone and everyone else. Sin was laid on Christ. Jesus bore our sins in his body. Christ has taken upon himself what was once rightly yours and made it his own. And so you must pause this evening, stop what you are doing, and look to the slaughtered Son of God on the cross. Don't look away, don't flinch, but consider the reality that Christ fearlessly chose your cross, and he did it for you. And upon that cross, 
Christ seized your sin as his own and made full satisfaction for every sin you have ever committed, will commit, or could possibly commit. Your sin finds its end in Christ, which means that your sin does not find its end on you. The condemnation of your sin is judged upon Christ, not you. God be praised. But perhaps you might think that this news is maybe perhaps too good to be true. Maybe it would be easier to disregard the goodness of Good Friday and believe that the work of Christ is not entirely satisfactory. If so, mark this, dear friends. Mark this right now. There is no sin in this entire world that has escaped the work of Christ on Mount Calvary. If you are still huffing and puffing in your religious works to somehow earn brownie points with God, you are not only missing the essence of Christianity, but are deaf, yes, deaf to the good news of Good Friday. Open your ears and hear when Christ said the words, It is finished. Everything with respect to your sins was finished. No more wrath from your, for your sins in Christ. No more condemnation for your sins in Christ. No more guilt for your sins in Christ. Even the sins buried deeply with those skeletons in the closet have been swallowed up and destroyed by Christ. So what this means is that Good Friday is not a day of opportunity for you, but a day of certainty. The message of Good Friday is not a hopeful, motivational speech that speaks of the possibility of you overcoming the obstacles of sin, but instead, it is a bold and staggering declaration of certainty that Christ finished all things for you. In Christ, you can't be condemned by your sins. This evening, baptized saints, Behold the terror of your sins, and especially behold the friendly heart of God. Pause and look at the cross of Christ without flinching. See everything that weighs you down, every sin that burdens your conscience, every doubt and fear and worry and guilt that keeps you up at night. All of this is placed upon Jesus. It is on Christ because he chose to take all of this from you so that he can bear it and bury it in his wounds. This evening, as you are tucked into your beds, know this. Yes, know that we have considered the seriousness of our sins and the seriousness of Christ's love and sacrifice at the cross. Thus, sleep this Good Friday evening, knowing that the tears of a guilty conscience have been washed away in Christ, leaving you with peace before God. And as you sleep, rest. Rest that Jesus Christ has accomplished it all. Rest that just as Christ has made your sin his own, he has made his righteousness yours. That he might clothe you in his righteousness so that you will stand blameless before the Father in glory forever. In the name of Jesus, amen. strong word bespeaks us righteous bright with thine own holiness thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon you can access a full manuscript of today's sermon 
from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.